Hello, kings, queens, and everything in betweens. My name is Megan, and this is my podcast, Just Fucking Whatever. Hello, losers. It is now 420, and you know what that means. Um, but yeah, hi, welcome to the podcast if you're new here. If not, um, thanks for coming back. I have a very interesting experience to discuss with you all today. And excuse me, I have a cold, so my voice sounds very gross. Um, So I had this guy over a few days ago. And I don't know, I was horny. Don't blame me, you know, I tried to make something work with someone, it didn't work out, she just kinda lost interest, and now I'm just trying to distract myself, I guess, and also enjoying the company of strangers I meet on the internet, except for this guy, because, so he comes over, and the vibes were a bit off, I was kind of making a mental note, like, maybe we shouldn't hang out with this guy again, let's see, like, let's give him a chance. So, it starts going a little better, we have sex, right, and it's pretty good, I mean, okay, he had a pretty nice dick, but he was, like, very curved you know I mean there's not like a huge problem with that it just makes it much harder to like suck on I feel like a straight dick is really preferable for a sucking dick because then you can like really shove it down your throat versus getting caught up because of the curve anyways You can, however, counteract that by going for more of a 69 position, and then you can get more of a curved penis in your mouth. There you go. Sex tips. Back at it. Anyways, um, so it had been like 20, 30 minutes, and I was tired, so I wanted to take a break. And we were talking, I was smoking a little, and then he wanted to go again, and I didn't really feel like it. I was like, I don't really want to. I'm sorry. Is that okay? And then he was like, really? Come on, you're not going to do anything for me? You're not going to help me out here? I'm like, bro, you have hands. I... How is this my responsibility? And then he would not fucking drop it. He was like, oh, you know, can you just, like, give me a hand job?" I was like, no, I don't feel like it. I already told you I don't feel like it. Why do you keep asking me? And then he was like, He waited a second. He could see I was uncomfortable. I wasn't making eye contact with him. I, like, it was uncomfortable. I was naked, so I, like, covered myself up, and I was like, I don't feel like doing anything. And then he said, 
will you at least swallow? And the at least part pissed me the fuck off. Like, all of this pissed me off, but just the feeling entitled to me making you come. Even though you didn't make me come. And you didn't go down on me. Why should I do it for you a second time? And I said no already several times. I said I didn't feel like doing anything sexual anymore. So why the fuck would you keep pushing it? That coercion is not consent, okay? If you talk someone into having sex with you, first of all, how is that attractive? How can you be turned on when you know the other person isn't into it? Like, literally the best part for me of sex is, Bellatrix, cut it the fuck out. You need an attitude adjustment, young lady. Anyways, the best part of sex for me, no! I'm sorry, she's misbehaving. The best part is making the other person feel good. Like, honestly, it's so hot when you're, like, sucking on some girl's clit or sucking on a guy's dick, and you can, like, control them. It's so hot because they're sitting there just moaning for you and making their legs their legs shake and they're squirming all over the place it's so hot like being able to make someone react like that is so attractive but only if you're in the mood only if they're in the mood you should want your partner to be enjoying themselves right like I don't love using the R word, but coercion is kind of, it's rape. I mean, if you manipulate someone into having sex with you, it's, it's messy shit. Don't do it. Like, why? I don't understand why someone would feel okay with that. But anyways, yeah. Girls, don't fall for that shit, okay? The second he crossed the line, the second I was like, okay, this needs to end, was when he said, can you at least swallow? So then, I took a minute to think this out, because it could have been very dangerous, it could have ended very differently. Thought it through, and I know he thought I was thinking about whether or not I would swallow for him. What I was really thinking was, what are the chances if I kick this guy out of my apartment that he's going to try and fight me on it, possibly rape me, or hurt me? What are the chances? So... I thought, how many of my roommates are home? I knew at least one was. I knew that I had scissors and my bat right by my side of the bed that I was sitting on. So I could grab those pretty quickly. 
And after I'd psyched myself up, I said, I think it's time for you to leave. And thank God in heaven, he said, okay, put on his clothes. And he said, it was a great night up until the end. And I was like, it was okay, yeah. And then I showed him how to get back to his car. And I went back in and texted, like, all of my super close friends. I was like, oh my god, dude, you will not believe what the fuck just happened. But I am so fucking proud of myself for setting a boundary with a sexual partner and enforcing it, holding that boundary to the point that I kicked him out. Because normally, like, not normally, but previously I would have just let him convince me. I wouldn't have wanted to make a scene. I would have been too scared and I would have just gone along with it. I've done it in the past. I'm thinking of one guy in particular, and he even messaged me months after the last time we hooked up when he, like, coerced me. And he was like, why don't we hang out anymore? And I explained to him, I was like, you manipulated me in a way that I didn't care for, and I don't want to be around that. And he got really upset, and I ended up having to block him. But, y'all, guys can be sweet and be manipulators. In fact, you have to extra look out for the sweet ones, because they bat their little puppy dog eyes, and they get away with shit in their normal, everyday lives. It happens all the time. So... Do not be scared to enforce a boundary. Make sure you have a plan in place in case you have someone over and it doesn't go well. And if you know me, if we're friends, and you ever need someone to come pick you up or you ever need someone to come help you out because someone's harassing you, please absolutely give me a call. I'll be there. Uh, whew. Isn't that such a fucked up situation, though? Like, I can't believe that happened. It's funny. Earlier on in the night, he made a joke about me putting him on the podcast because, oh, because he, like, licked my gums while we were kissing, which was super fucking weird. But I'm like, at this point, nah, bro, you get in a whole fucking episode because we're gonna unpack how fucked up that behavior is and go over a few a few more ways you can handle it maybe just kind of look into what I did and how you can how you can think about it how you can wrap your mind around the fact that you don't owe anyone anything and you are allowed to enforce your boundaries no matter how uncomfortable or unhappy it makes other people. Anyways, here's a quick ad break, plus I have to blow my nose because I'm fucking sick and you can s certainly hear I've gotten nasalier throughout talking. It's fantastic. Anyways, be right back. 
Sorry, there is like a lot of yard work and construction and shit going on around my building. So, if it starts to interrupt the podcast, I really apologize. It's just, it's a lot. Actually, yesterday they cut the power, which fucking sucked. Because, what else am I going to do? Except watch Netflix and sit at home in my room on my day off. And they cut the power, so the AC... The AC was actually still working, because it was just my room, Julia's room, and our bathroom. But, yeah, I opened the window and I was like, uh... Algo pasó con la electricidad. I know I didn't pronounce that right, but that's because I'm sick, not because I can't speak Spanish. Anyway, and then we figured it out. The guy came in and reset the breaker, and that worked. Um, But yeah, it is certainly annoying to be woken up at 8.30 every morning, even when you don't need to be. Anyways... Back to this motherfucker. Um, it happens all the time where girls get, like, guilted into doing more than they want to sexually. And it's a fucking problem. Because we're not, like, taught how forcefully are we supposed to say no, what are some things you can say, like, um... In my case, I just said, I don't feel like doing anything, and then when it came to a head, I said, I think you should go. But, just make sure you verbalize that you do not want to engage in any more intercourse of any kind, or outer course or anything. You don't want to do anything sexual anymore, you're done. Or you don't want to in the first place. And then, once you've made that official, you've established that. Um, If they still keep crossing a boundary, definitely kick them out. If they won't leave, um, uh, you can leave your car alarm by your bed. Your Um, I'm sorry, your car keys, so you can activate your car alarm. You can... I have several pairs of scissors, because my desk is next to my bed. Um, I have a hammer in my room. I'm sure if you have knives, you could keep them in your room instead of the kitchen. Just little things you have where they're kind of hidden, and you can just pull it out and be like, Okay, buddy, we're not doing this anymore. But try not to let it get to that point, because that can be pretty dangerous for all parties involved. And we don't want y'all to get hurt. I don't want y'all to get hurt. Don't feel bad, though. Don't feel bad for asserting yourself. Don't feel bad for saying, no, I don't want to have sex with you right now. Because you were never required to sleep with anyone. You were never obligated to sleep with anyone. 
your body is your body. It's your choice who you sleep with. It's your choice what you do with it. Fuck you, Supreme Court. So, yeah, just... I hope none of you have to be in this position. I hope none of you have to assert yourself in this way. I hope you don't have to learn this as a skill. But if you do, just keep this stuff in mind, okay? Make sure you're clear. And don't give in. Because it just teaches them that they can get away with it. This boy was very polite, but very manipulative, and you can be both at the same time. I just, I, I did not care for that at all. No one does. <sighs> I made some chai tea and mixed it with my caramel creamer. It's vanilla chai. It's so good. It's like a DIY latte. A chai latte. I fucking love those. Our new roommate works at Starbucks, so the other day she brought me a iced chai tea latte with oat milk. It was amazing. Honestly. The oat milk... <coughs> oh, God. Oat milk really makes a difference. Like, it makes it taste more like a baked good, I guess. You know, lattes are super sweet, but with the oat milk, it makes it taste like oaty, obviously. And that makes it taste more like a chai tea cookie. So yeah, it was delicious. Highly recommend. I know several people have tried to tell me to get oat milk in my lattes. But you didn't bring me an oat milk latte, so you don't get points for this. That's all my roommate. I fucking love her. I have the best roommates this year, hands down, and it is amazing. Like, whenever I'm sad, I just walk to my best friend's room and see if she's there. Or I'll see if Julia's there. Yeah, it's great. The other day, I got home from school. And this was the day... Okay. So I was talking to that girl, Hannah. We all heard about in my episode, Oh My Fuck, where I talked about losing my lesbian virginity. Or girl virginity, if you will, since I am bi. Um... But, yeah, she was being standoffish, and she had invited me to a party that day. Not like, she had invited me previously, but it was that day, so I asked, hey, do you still want me to go to that party with you? And she was like, actually, my ex is going to be there, and I don't want it to be awkward for you. I was like, uh... I really get the sense that you don't want to do this anymore. She was, she didn't deny that. She said she was overwhelmed right now, which 
feels like a cop-out, but I can understand, I guess. It just, it hurt. It didn't feel great. I was in class. So, after getting home that day, I was really sad. And I saw Jennifer in the parking lot. She got there around the same time I did. And I just walked up to her and hugged her for a really long time and explained it. And she was like, that sucks, I'm sorry. But yeah, it's nice to have that emotional support. It's really nice to have someone who... I can always talk to and I always feel comfortable around. Like, I'll just walk around in my underwear. Who gives a fuck? You know? It's like, everyone's seen my ass at this point, so it's not like it's anything new. Anyways. I'm not saying, like, my nudes leaked. I just mean, like, all my friends have, because whenever I do acid, I tend to lose my clothes. <coughs> or at least most of them. <coughs> oh my god. Alright. I'm disgusting. Oh my god. I hate being sick so fucking much. It is the worst. I'm gonna find whoever got me sick and I'm gonna kill you. I'm just kidding, I'm not going to murder anyone. Please don't call the cops on me, please. I don't want them to find anything. Anyways, it's been lovely chatting with you all today. Uh, remember, don't let anybody push you outside of your comfort zone. Establish firm sexual boundaries and enforce them. Because you do not owe anything to anyone. It is a an honor and a privilege to get to touch your body. It is a privilege to get to have sexual intercourse with you. It is a privilege to fuck you and treat it as such and make sure that everybody who is fucking you or wants to treats it as such. Okay? Okay. Alright guys. Be good or bad or whatever the fuck. I don't care. Anyways, have fun. Bye.